mighty court, rest to thy praise forevermore. Amen. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God from the beginning of our epistle in Hebrews chapter 11. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen, for by it the people of old received their commendation. This is God's word. One of the most renowned hymn writers and gospel song writers of the 1800s was a woman named Fanny Crosby. You've probably never heard of her, especially if you're a lifelong Lutheran. Uh, None of her hymns are in our hymnal, Lutheran Service Book. She's perhaps most famous for the hymn, Blessed Assurance. You maybe have sung this if you visited a funeral in another church. Every once in a while, uh, it might pop up in a Lutheran funeral or something like that. The first verse goes, Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Heir of salvation, purchase of God, born of his spirit, washed in his blood. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior All the day long. You guys were hoping I'd sing it, weren't you? No, I'm not going to do that. Fanny Crosby wrote some 2,000 plus hymns in her lifetime. Made all the more remarkable because at six weeks old, an illness left her blind for her entire life. And she lived 95 years writing hymns. And in that hymn, Blessed Assurance, she writes about the certainty that she has in the things that await her off in the future. Her certainty, her assurance that what God has promised for his people will indeed happen. The song is indeed an example of how Christians are to look forward and have assurance in what awaits them at the end of all things. The thing about looking forward, though, is it's not always pleasant, is it? Jesus says in our gospel that we should not be anxious. But isn't that often what looking forward does for us? Leave us anxious, fretting, concerned, preoccupied. Jesus' words seem easier said than done. The future is something we ought, as Christians, look forward to with great certainty. And as the writer to the Hebrews says, conviction in the things that are to come. But oftentimes, present circumstances make such forward thinking and forward looking 
practically impossible. The writer to the Hebrews, here in chapter 11, begins, so if you were to go in your Bible and read the whole chapter, is often called the Hall of Fame of Faith. And it lists all these different people with the repeated phrase, by faith, by faith, by faith, Abraham. Actually, before that, by faith, Enoch, by faith, Abel, by faith, Noah, by faith, Abraham, by faith, Sarah. If you were to go on in the chapter, by faith, Moses, by faith, uh, David, just on and on, this list of how people, by faith, were able to look forward. You see, that's the challenge for us as Christians, is being a Christian means a hope and certain future, but it remains yet unseen. The writer of the Hebrews says faith is the assurance of things hoped for. The conviction of things not seen. We know that as Christians, our eternity is to be in heaven with Christ and with God the Father before his throne. Enjoying paradise for all eternity. The thing is though, those things sit off in the future. We're not able to look at them and see them. Here in the present. Indeed, some people claim to have seen such things, but we can't be certain about the validity of their claims. No, the reality is that what awaits us in paradise does indeed await us. It's off in the future, and therefore, not yet seen. How are we, the people of God, to live with assurance And conviction in those things. Well, to help us, the writer of the Hebrews lists the example of all these different people in the Old Testament. So the writer of the Hebrews, what he invites us to do is, while we are, as Christians, to be looking forward to what is to come, we are also to be people who look back. And what has been done already. Because the examples of Abel and Enoch and Noah and Abraham and Sarah and Moses and Israel and David and so on. Is not a testament to how great those people were. But about how God was faithful to accomplish his promises in them. How can you have the assurance That God will bring about what he promises in the future? You need only look back to see how God has fulfilled his promises in the past. How God promised, as in our Old Testament reading, a great people for Abram. Abraham, as he was later known. Abraham, of course, was the patriarch. It's okay, we're in the church, we can use that word, it's not a terrible word. He was the patriarch, the father of a great people. And indeed, Israel was a great people in its day. A mighty nation, blessed by God, abundant riches. 
and a land that God had promised to his people. It's not gone as easy for Israel over the years, of course. And yet, nonetheless, God's promise to Abraham remains fulfilled. Throughout the New Testament, especially the book of Galatians, St. Paul tells us how we, the church, are Abraham's offspring. We are the fulfillment of that promise. We, the church, are Israel. Because we've been brought in to Abraham's family and therefore are part of God's family. How do we become part of Abraham's family? Well, St. Paul tells us, by faith. By the assurance and conviction that in Jesus Christ, the Son of God and Son of Man, God has brought us into not just Abraham's family, but his family. We are indeed children of God, heirs of all the promises of God made possible by the blood of Jesus Christ. You see, that whole list of names throughout the book of Hebrews in chapter 11 and all throughout our Old Testament, Abel, Enoch, Noah, Abraham, Sarah, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, David, and so on and so on. Out of that promise made to Abram that he would be the father of a great nation came one who is the Redeemer and Savior of all, Jesus Christ our Lord. You see, the beautiful thing about the cross of Jesus Christ is that it is more than just a moment in history off in the past. It is the reason, the assurance, the conviction that we have a future. That because the Father sent His Son to atone for the sins of the world, You and I have the assurance, the promise, the certainty, the conviction of a future with God the Father, with the Son Jesus Christ, with all the people of God in an eternity prepared for us. It is assured. It is certain. It is, as Jesus said, finished. And yet, the cross not only gives us reason to look forward to our future, but also to look back upon Jesus and His bleeding and His suffering and His dying, knowing that no matter our sin, no matter our guilt, no matter our brokenness, no matter our shame, no matter what damage has been done to us in this world, there is redemption, blood, forgiveness, salvation found on that cross of 2,000 years ago. And yet, as that cross bids us to look forward to what is to come and to look back on what has already happened, it also gives us reason 
to look right now in this present moment about how God is faithful to keep his promises. You see, that cross of 2,000 years ago where the blood pours forth from our Savior's side and his hands and the wounds in his body, that cross which assures for us a heavenly home in the presence of God, that cross pours forth salvation to us here and now. The body and the blood that we gather to eat and to drink this morning is the very body and blood that was there on the cross. That gathering together as the people redeemed by God off in the future, that is what we do here and now. Gather together as the people of God to rejoice that God is indeed among us. Where does assurance and conviction in the future come from? It comes from the God who keeps his promises, fulfills his word as he has done in the past, as he does even now, and as he promises to do for all eternity. Perhaps that's why Fanny Crosby's hymn, which is an okay hymn, maybe that's why it didn't make it into our hymnal. Well, she does bid us indeed to look forward, as we should do. Let us have eyes that look forward and backward and to this present moment where Jesus is here with his body and blood where sins are forgiven and the pivotal event of all history Christ and his death on the cross and his resurrection from the dead permeates every page of history and secures the future that awaits us faith is the assurance of things hoped for the conviction of things not seen. Though we did not see the event of the cross 2,000 years ago, and though we do not yet see what awaits us, we do see, with eyes of faith, that God is faithful to do what he has promised to do and has always done and always will do, even here and now. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.